Wait, do you need to put that down on anything? Are you holding this up with your hand? I'm resting my arm on a pillow. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the spoiler review for RRR. Rise, um, revolt, roar. I don't remember what it was. It was, <laughs> I think it was three of those words, or two of those three of the words. Yeah, no, um, I I don't remember what it is either because the first time I heard about it was in Patrick H. Willems' video about RRR, which I think he did a really great job. Uh, and I say that because I just uploaded a video on the main YouTube, uh, main Movies Are Dope channel, <laughs> ripping apart another one of his videos. Uh, <laughs> but I never paid attention to the letters or the the actual words because he told the story about how um, it was just the initials of the two stars and the director. It was kind of like uh, if you saw, if you remember in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, there was the notebook that Cap wrote everything in. And in each territory, they used digital effects to put region specific suggestions into his uh, notebook. His notebook? Yeah. So that's the way it was explained to me. That's kind of what they did with the title. In each region, they just changed it up and added some words that made sense in that language. But, all right. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think it was good. I think overall it was very good. I think um, we're we're talking about at the towards the end of the spoiler review section about adding one more um, action scene. I think the easiest place would put it is at the end. I think we could have had more action at the end as as a, the resolution uh, when he runs up to the Capitol. Um, the governor's house yeah. instead of instead of just you know hucking this flaming motorcycle into the barracks and blowing up everything i think we could have had a little bit more of a battle and a little bit more of an action sequence um to get us that far um, but i think that's if, if i was going to add one that's kind of where i'd add one because you've got a good one in the beginning in the forest we've got another good one with him um introducing the the second guy and i'm drawing a blanket and starts with an r Raju. Um, they were pronouncing, I think they were pronouncing it differently when I was listening to it. So, yeah. So then you had a good one there. You had a good battle towards the middle. Then you had another good one when they're escaping. So there's quite a few action sequences now that I'm thinking about it. Action yes. sequence to get out of the barracks. Yeah. And you reminded me of something I needed to finish, which was uh, Raju or Ram. I'll say Ram because I know that they got that correct. Um, but the subtitle said Raju sometimes, R-A-J-U, which is his real name. But uh, Ram, I thought it was very interesting that the first half of the movie, more than the first half, I think, uh, was him working for the inarguable bad guys yeah, <laughs> and really supporting that and us not realizing that it was all like a a triple cross or something. He had he had <laughs> ulterior motive, ulterior good motives, and he just did what he needed to do. Um, and I'm glad they, I'm, I'm glad they made zero hint of that until the end. Yes, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad of that. There, it was risky on their part. Like if this was a TV show, it, I think that would have been the wrong call because so many people would have just dropped out halfway through and be like, I can't keep watching a movie where where. Uh, Chris Evans, I just fucking hate him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what? 
it, I don't think it would have necessarily worked as well in a show, but here, if you're in a theater, <laughs> then you're guaranteed to have to find out or you'll lose Walk all out. your money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you recognize where the bad guy came from? The actual bad guy? He almost looked like Andy Circus, but he almost did. But you have definitely seen him because he he's been in all the Thor movies. And he was in the 2011 Three Musketeers movie. Uh, he was Volstag, the red haired best one of the best friends of Thor's that we rarely see who had a tremendous appetite. He actually, his hair and uh, wigs look like your color hair and wig. You don't have a wig. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been, <laughs> it took me, it took me 25 minutes to put his wig on today. <laughs> I bet. But no, yeah. He, uh, Ray Stevenson. Okay. He, yeah. I, I, I just got Andy circus instead. <laughs> He's, they can't afford him. <laughs> uh, but I really liked that. And let's see. Ooh, there was something else. Okay, so the only thing I can think of that I would have wanted more, there were two things, but one was uh, Beam's love interest to argue more against his torture or just have an extra scene, you know, that horrible torture scene with him. Because she goes from him raiding her house with a bunch of wild animals and killing her friends and family and maybe her because it was just he didn't direct the animals unless he was directing them away from his back. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next time she actually talks to him, she's like, she's down. She's she's on his side. She's helping him. And I was like, okay, I know he helped you out of that thing, but he kind of put you in there and like, he's definitely, so it seems sweet. You, they've succeeded at showing us that you're a good person because you are helping the good people and you didn't like seeing him tortured. But if you don't be like, what the fuck was up with those animals? (laughs) You kind of seem a little dumb. Just a little bit. Like, there's one piece missing. Um, That's really all. And there was something else, uh, but I forget. If anyone actually watches my full-length reaction, I start uh, nicknaming the white people. (laughs) 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 Like, the douchebag who tried starting a dance-off with Beam called him him Chowder. just kept yelling at him be like fuck you chowder <laughs> yeah take that chowder <laughs> um but yeah, sorry i just kind of went off topic ish no you're good yeah i know you're good i mean i i enjoyed this movie um it was nice having some of it in english because i'm just you know kind of lazy when it comes to subtitles <laughs> um, so i'm glad some of it was in english made, made it it made the three hours go by pretty quick. I think if three hours of reading subtitles, I mean, I probably would have been more tired after it. Um, in full disclosure, <laughs> I watched this movie in, in parts. I love um, that you. 
I just love that you said that after last week or two weeks ago, being like, can I watch six hours of subtitles for yeah. Bob Bali 1 and 2? <laughs> well, I figured I didn't want to watch number two without watching number one. Well, one, one of them's an English dub, which I don't know if I'll watch it in English or not, just because... I think that one's shorter. There's one, there's one cut that is like half an hour shorter and for some reason doesn't have a part two equivalent with it. So just be careful. Just look at the run times. Okay. Um, I just, in terms of Indian cinema, when they have multiple languages, I just Google uh, what language was it recorded in? Cause people can get very protective. I've actually yeah. done that and then had someone yell at me for not watching it in an alternate language, which was just a dub over that. And I'm like, you can, you can watch your version. I just, <laughs> I just listened to Google, <laughs> but uh, no, I get what you mean. Unless it's as bad as the squid game dub English, English dub. Yeah. We'll see. I haven't got that far yet, but um, yeah. I mean, I overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really cool. Um, I like the over the top Bollywood style, um, you know, fight sequences and picking up a, stopping a guy on a motorcycle, picking up the motorcycle, hucking it through uh, at a tree that's like fifty to hundred feet away. Um, my fave, one of my probably my favorite death in this movie is after he gets after. Um, Ron becomes sure. Uh, the arrow that went through the tree got this yep. close to the eye. Exactly. And then he, all right, then he kicks it through. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I love that I was able to guess that. That was yep. so fucking badass. Yeah, and then my second favorite is probably when he figures out that the grenades and he he hooks one on and then pulls the pin as it releases <laughs> and just like lobs it over. Uh. <laughs> All right, since I guessed that, would you like to try to guess my uh, the stunt sequence that I think is most ridiculous, but I still love it? Um, the turning over of the truck with all the animals come flying out in unison? No. <laughs> it's when that little girl was in danger of getting burned by the oil on the river, and uh what is it one person's going on a motorcycle and the other person's like riding an animal or some shit and they (laughs) pass each other with a rope and then both swing off in opposite directions (laughs) even though i think it was beam he could have just stayed up on the motorcycle and been the tether (laughs) yeah but are you talking about when they both swing underneath the bridge and lock arms (laughs) yeah I was like, this would have been far more efficient if one person stayed up on the motorcycle, tethered the rope, and then the other person just swung through. Then you both wouldn't be, the little girl would still be safe in the river where you threw her, and you two wouldn't be stuck holding each other's hand for fear of dying. (laughs) (laughs) The other one could pull you up. (laughs) But even that, I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, "This this is not the best strategy. This is so just not the best strategy but i was like but i'm here for it i don't care yeah but that that you got to see the flag for the first time um i know that's a famous yeah. flag so i mean so you got to see that and everything too 
Yeah, it's just, you know, that's one of the things that like CinemaSins would hit them on and they'd be like, I can't argue with you. You are technically correct, yet I love it still. It'd be like scene? if I was born with six fingers, someone would be like, that's not right. We're like, no, it's not. But I love it. Sorry. <laughs> what about the what about the action sequence where um, Rom um, bows somebody off a horse while in midair? The horse somehow runs underneath him. He happens to land out perfect <laughs> while Beam's riding a motorcycle <laughs> next to him. Oh, I don't remember the mount specifically, but I remember right after that because I was like, Beam's real nice for slowing down so that horse can keep pace. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. You know, uh, oh, the only other thing I would pro I think change would be um, the months that Rom was in captivity because he got captured after he lets Beam out, and yep. Rom's fiance gets to unintentionally tell Beam the truth of the situation. And I like that, even though the little girl could have told him that like Rom helped her at some point. But if it was a couple weeks, then. Well, I don't like the months because it just doesn't make sense to me. Even if they were trying to starve him so he looked pathetic, which he doesn't. I'm like, you you wouldn't care about months to hold Hercules. You'd you'd as quick as possible. So Yeah. I would have changed that to like a week or two. And I don't know, had it invite her to watch him die because they're sadistic assholes. Also, they only traveled like two towns over in four months or whatever. I know yeah, it does make sense. The cert that might be realistic for cert the man what the British soldiers could actually realistically achieve back then, walking to every house and searching every house. But just cut that time down. Uh but that's a nitpick. Yeah. Um also get Akon in this movie. I've seen Akon in uh in another Indian film. <laughs> Akon's had quite the career in India since he disappeared from our shores. Um, isn't the um, the lady at the end, isn't she famous? The um, fiance? Yes. Yeah. Isn't she like hyper famous over the, over in India too? Yeah, I've seen that was one of the only cast members that I recognized. Well, I recognize a few. Ajay, uh, who was Rom's father in the flashback and Ali Abat and also the actor who plays Rom he was in Ron Gostalam another film I want to watch again so yeah she she's famous um I've seen her in Gully Boy I've seen her the trailers for Rosie which is films she's been in a film she's been in and I'm sure some other stuff but I I just don't want to wow it got dark on your side all of a sudden yeah, I don't know. The sun's <laughs> going down, but it's not going down that fast. Uh, but yeah, she is. She's a notable, notable actress. Okay. Yeah. Um, just the Bollywood over the top of, of this movie just makes me want to watch it a second time. But I watched it in kind of chunks um, just because my life has been mildly hectic uh, in the last couple last couple of days so i want to watch sit down and watch it all one chunk um and i think i'll probably appreciate it more the second time even the ridiculousness of some of the stunts i'll probably still appreciate it even more the second time going through 
I'll probably I kind of want to do a little bit more research because I'm sure that what um, Rom turns into at the end is a famous thing, uh, a famous. Um, what does he turn into? Myth. Yeah, I don't want to say myth, but like um, legend. What does he turn into? Um, because they take the the bone arrow and the the design from the statue that they ran into. Oh, gotcha. That they, that everybody kept praying through throughout the movie. So I'm sure he, that's like a mythological like warrior of some sort. Let's see, um, so I, I want to do a little. I'm I want to do a little bit of research because I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that's on purpose. I'm sure that's not you know a made up thing. I'm just blinking on that last part. Did that happen during the final song with the credits happened, or no? That happened when he changed when he got when he after they broke him out of the barracks when his broken legs or whatever. And then um, rubs the sage in, and then he goes and pulls the orange flags, and then he looks at the looks at the statue of that warrior, and is like, "Ooh, I got an idea!" And then like straps him up in the same way and gives him the bow and arrow, and basically like dons him as as that warrior. Nice. But the amount of times that like they go from almost dead to the next very next scene, like fighting for their lives and being a hundred percent okay and doing like crazy action stunts. <laughs> he did have both of his legs like recently broken. <laughs> Rob. I, and then and then, I, the, and then Beam almost died on, on the thing and somehow he just like starts flying around. Which when he gets, which whipped, part? When he gets whipped when he gets whipped and everything. Because <sighs> then the next scene he like breaks out of the barracks. <laughs> yeah. Um Ooh, that that scene you actually reminded me. I thought it was really clever what they did with uh beam saving rom like it seemed like he shot straight at rom to kill a british soldier behind him but it was done in such a way where he uh rom wouldn't have known also when what do you think of when uh beam figured out or no was it when rom figured out who beam was rom was sick and poisoned and oh, and then the, the he grabs the rattlesnake or grabs the poisonous snake. Yeah, and like while he can't talk, he starts. You can see that he starts putting two and two together and figuring out who Beam is. But then Beam admits it and uh, confesses to him. I just thought that was really interesting because we we had our cake and eat it and ate it too, like. Rom got to be intelligent enough that he figured it out all on his own, but we also got a situation where Beam was allowed to confess it to him without being called out. And I've yeah. never, it seemed like such a delicate dance to achieve both of those. And I've never seen something like that. Done, done so well. Yeah. I thought it was clever. Cause I, you know, in my mind it would be like, well, shit, is he going to find out or is he going to, conf- or is Beam going to confess? Uh, I wouldn't have been able to figure out a <laughs> both, <laughs> both scenarios kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's other movies that kind of do that too, um, where we, w- they give us the chance to figure it out first and then the character figures it out. But I mean, to have the character figure out and then have the second character that he needs to confess confess pretty much right away i mean wasn't wasn't too long after 
um, and the rope and everything, the magical healing rope of doom. Um. <laughs> oh, he used. Oh, that had to be the most like frustrating part when he fucking caught him with that rope, and like that's what captured Beam. I was like, "Son, don't you fucking use that!" Ah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it was so. Ah, uh, I just loved it because if I if I had to do that whole situation of like one character figuring out and one character confessing, the best thing I could come up with would be like, okay. Have Beam leave a voice message on Rob's phone. <laughs> and then before Rob can listen to the voice message, then he finds out. What is this? What you, is this? Moon Knight? You, what is this? you started laughing. I I don't know how that uh relates back to Moon Moonlight. Oh, is that Moon Knight you said? Moon Knight, yeah. Gotcha. Um and based on your reaction, that's not the best Probably not. scenario. No. That is like if if you want a rom com or if you want to do a rom com, you can do it that way. Uh but yeah, that's that's the best I could have come up with. <laughs> Dude, all right. The moment when Molly is taken, when did you figure out that that's like when did it hit? That what? Okay. Uh I, I don't I don't know uh, what you're asking. Maybe if I explain my reactions to it, then you'll then that'll help. When I saw her say, "I want to like hang this on the mantelpiece," one percent of me was like, "She means the kid." The other ninety nine percent of me like, "No, she doesn't mean the kid. It's probably just like all those fucking antlers from the beasts and shit." And then yeah, it took me it took me a long time. And then she starts walking away with her. I was like, "No, no, don't!" And I, then she puts her in the car. And I was like, oh, come on. You're, this is fucking ridiculous. But my biggest breaking point was once the mother caught up, I was like, even now, her mother's fucking crying at your fucking wheel. Oh, you just pointed a fucking gun at her head? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, there, there could have been... I, Up until the moment that the mother actually caught up with the car, there was still a 50-50 of like, okay, this is really fucked up, but she might have actually thought that the mother agreed to it since she took the money. But like once the car, once she caught up to the car and like stopped them, I was like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You're, you're just worse than the dirt underneath that car. Fuck you. Um, and, then and, then, one, and then the same lady like um, with the, throws out that whip, the second whip and everything with the spikes and or where, the thorns or whatever. Where's the blood? Yeah. I want to see blood. And then I to see a pool of blood. Yeah, and the her husband keep. I just remember what he said the first time he did the speech. But when he said, uh, "Don't," it would be uh, too much of a waste of money to waste a bullet on brown dirt or something like that. Because each each bullet is worth a, uh, one pound sterling silver. Yeah, uh, and I because was... it because it was made in England, traveled by ferry, put in a box, everything like that. He said. Each bullet costs one one pound <sighs> sterling silver. Yes. It's not worth it. I was so fucking angry. Um, I I do want to compliment the filmmakers again, though, because in Rom's flashback, when the father started doing that speech, I was like, I still didn't know what the reveal was yet. So in my mind, I was like, why the hell were you in the British military and you go home to train these people and then i was also looking at rom like 
after he gave the speech denouncing the British military. Then I was like, Rom, how the hell would you get trained under these circumstances? And then you'd end up in the military. Okay, never mind. so you're fighting your whole your whole life is fighting for ammunition okay got it (laughs) understood uh but then i mean we got to talk about uh shoot fire or uh aim whatever load load aim fire load aim fire something like that uh and rom doing it when he's like 13 what how was that for you (laughs) yeah um, it was, I mean, that's, that's tough to see. I mean, especially when he's, you know, basically trying to save him and his wounded dad, you know, to at that age, start killing people and having such deadly accuracy while doing it. I mean, it's, I mean, that was tough. And then to turn around and, um, basically say that to, um, all the people that he just armed, um, uh, was, it was nice. It was a nice full circle that we came, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's gotta, it's gotta be tough. I mean, it's gotta be tough as like a 13 year old and trying to protect your 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 father who's wounded next to you yeah and then and then to turn around and have to shoot him in the back with your last bullet because he's strapped up with um you know bomb explosives yeah just to to save yourself yeah i don't know if it's this way with anyone who actually comes from or grew up in india and is used to these types of film but started for me like yeah get them badass kill them those pieces of shit to like gradually less cool uh emotionally like it it's still cool like but like gradually going from ooh, this is so cool to how do i get my hand right <laughs> to <laughs> oh no oh god oh fuck this is horrendous like his sister died if i if i all the family members are who I thought it was. His sister dies, or brother. It was a girl, though, sister. right? Sister. Sister, mother, and then he had to help. I mean, the dad was dead anyway, eventually. But yeah. And then he had to help his dad die. <sighs> Woo! That was... I mean, if they overloaded it like that, to do the heavy lifting of switching our opinions of him, job well done <laughs> <laughs> and to show us you know that he, he does mean good everything that he's done up until the point you know bring us from age 13 back to the beginning of the movie when you know we see him as kind of a douchebag um wanting to be you know top general whatever um so that way he could start getting arms and start shipping them to places um, oh and yeah, the cop the compliment I meant to say is even in the flashback that the filmmakers didn't rush revealing the twist. Yeah. <laughs> I think that flashback was probably like 10 minutes long and I was angry for seven minutes of it <laughs> at Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I was still angry. So I really, uh, I think it's really admirable that the filmmakers are like, yeah, I'm not going to rush it. You'll like them. <laughs> You'll like it eventually. Yeah, might take it might take us the first two hours of this movie, but you'll get there. <laughs> you'll you'll like Rom just as much as Beam. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. But, but I, I like how they did the fire and water. Um, yeah, and then they they brought it back full circle um, from the from the beginning, making them fire and water, and then rot, or Beam when he's um, on getting whipped looks into the pool of uh, reflection pool. And then you see uh, Rom later in the movie after he gets donned with his outfit, 
start firing and start with um, jumping out of like flames of fire. Like it'll open up to see him and then close back down. Yeah. And even in that sequence, like when beam joins the fight, he jumps out of the body of water. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's like a frog. He goes back in and he pulls the two under and drowns them yeah. and then gets the arrow broken off, shoots an arrow, breaks off the spear, kills the guy. <laughs> beam jumps out grabs the spear hucks it jumps back into the water <laughs> <sighs> yeah this uh you know another thing that was really disturbing to me was how many solitary confinement cells they had in the ground yeah like and I, how many people were in there yeah like i saw i saw rom get in and i'm like all right this fucking sucks when it pulled out and there were like 20 or 30 of them, I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why would anywhere need that many? Why would you need one? But what the fuck are they doing? That they're just like 30. I need 30 holes in the ground. Smaller the better. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, yeah. I also really like that, and this isn't the only film that's done this since, you know, you know, I'm warning you since you'll be seeing more Indian films in the future, but uh, Indian cinema seems not to be afraid in their big budget, bombastic, you know, blockbusters uh, of having the plot hinge specifically on a very touchy subject. You know, like actually the closest american film that i can think of that's not a civil war film you know where we're abolishing racism but uh that's a outside of civil war films which are literally war uh the only american film i can think of that hinged on a very touchy subject but went actiony with it is django unchained okay and um, you could you could have done like Pabmavat too, when the human sacrifice versus dishonor. No, yeah, I I mean, but just in terms of American films, yeah, like Django Chained is the Unchained, Django Unchained is the closest I can think of just to check those boxes, but that still doesn't even feel right. Like you're never going to see an Avengers film talking about uh, child sex slavery. You know, (laughs) but I mean, but I mean, like, I forget which film it was specifically, but one of the films that I saw was hinged on corruption in terms of taxi drivers and hospitals. Apparently there was corruption where uh, hospitals would give kickbacks to taxi drivers. So instead of the taxi drivers bringing people who needed to go to the hospital to the closest one, they would go they would bring them to the one where they'd get the biggest kickback and people would die because of that. Um, here it's literally child slavery is the whole center and it's uncomfortable and horrifying. And, and, it's, and that's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That's like the first five minutes of the movie is the kid, the kid gets taken. Yeah. And, but I, I couldn't imagine the, you know, my favorite film of all time, Blind Spotting, covers those topics pretty in your face like this one. But but not actually. <laughs> yeah, the budget, the probably its box office is smaller than uh, a budget of Michael Bay's latest film, excluding Ambulance. 
ambulance because that was like a 40 million dollar picture <laughs> <laughs> and i hope that blind spotting made more than uh 40 million i'm gonna find out right now blind spotting box office nope never mind <laughs> made five million dollars in theaters oh nice yeah oh that's i'm wow i'm happy they shut it do you want to shed a single tear? No, I was actually impressed that they got the TV show. Oh, five million! I'm, I'm just happy. Yeah, what? I I never. If I knew that there was a the five million dollar box office, I never would have thought. I mean, it's, never mind. I didn't think it was going to get a sequel, but man, yeah. Anyway. Um. Anything else you wanted to talk about in the spoiler-free or spoiler section? Um. No, not that I can think of. I mean, I would, I would watch this movie again if I could sit down and watch it complete. Um, because even with the, even though I know how it's going to go, the between the story and the action sequences. I mean, just really, really tie this movie over. Um, there's only two dance numbers, one one towards the middle and one at the end. Um, there's a yeah. couple songs, but I mean, there's only two like real dance numbers. Yeah. And the one at the end is like, I've seen multiple Indian films that just start end with a full dance. I mean, Three Idiots, didn't you saw Three Idiots, right? Mm-hmm. The whole credit sequence was the whole crew just dancing. Um, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yep. And uh, what is it that that first one that you were talking about is is like kind of a diegetic that goes into actual um, dance sequence Love numbers. Oh no! In this movie, you know, because Chowder is like oh. dance off, <laughs> and they start like dancing off in return but then you know you get all the women suddenly dancing really great and in unison and you're like okay we've left diegetic dance off and just (laughs) gone into oh movies are magic (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh, yeah i i love this uh we're definitely gonna watch ron gostelam eventually i'm gonna put in as many um Marvels on streams as I need to. It's <laughs> the main guy in that uh, is in this film. I'm not going to spoil it because I watched this whole film and I was like, they look familiar, but I don't know if I've seen them. And then I looked in uh, IMDb and eventually found out one of the people is is the main guy in Ron Gostelum. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Ron. All right. Well, you got it. <laughs> I had to ask myself if I should stick with it, like your second guess yourself. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> you already cheated because you had said, uh, I don't remember if it was at the beginning of this or, or spoiler free section um, that he was in that movie too. Ah, well, so I there's no way for me to find movie. out if I did that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like there's a uh, record. I almost <laughs> said it's not like there's a record. But uh, What's the box office on this? Um, I know it'll be in, in rubies or ruples, um, but maybe, maybe you can translate it over. Um, since I am um, traveling the world, I think last time I checked, I was um, flying over, um, flying over the right, Atlantic. Right, right now, right, right now, now. I think I'm flying over the Atlantic. 
All right. 13, one. Uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to say that this was made United States money. United States. I don't know why I said that. U.S. dollars. <laughs> United States money. Um, I like it. This was made for 120 U.S. 120 million U.S. Oh, the oh, I was looking up its box office. My bad. Well, you can do um, both. Let's see. I'm gonna say box office. Hmm. I'm gonna say 360. I'm gonna say it tripled. Three 360 million. Okay. I, 360. Are you saying dollars or rubles? Dollars. All right. I'm trying to figure out. Oh my gosh. All right. Wait. Every. Wait, really? This might. Okay. So I made 132.3 crores. Which I don't know how to pronounce C R O R E S. And on Google, it says that one crore <laughs> is $250,000. So, but every four is a billion. So that doesn't make sense. <sighs> I don't know. Every four is a million. Quarter million, four of them would be a million. RRR box office USD. <laughs> uh, according to our team, the film is also making waves in the UK, amassing USD 1.2 million during its opening weekend. In the US and Canada, the film earned 11 million. 11 million in the United States? But that was, that was, it was still opening. That wasn't final. Still, eleven million opening weekend for an Indian film has got to be crazy. I mean, the, I've been to Indian cinemas and I've been to the special events. Sometimes the tickets are twenty five dollars uh, because they're like fandom. It's not fandom, but it's something like that. I I I don't know. I haven't found a easy answer. When I looked up crores to USD, it it put in euros and I don't know. All right, let me try box office or budget. Okay, five point five billion INR. I don't know. Indian rupees. Okay, yeah. I don't know how to help anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. When when my when my private jet flies back flies me back home, I'll figure it out for us. Yeah. Can you talk to your guy about getting a math guy? The currency guy. <laughs> uh, talk yeah, to your I guy think, guy about getting a currency guy. Yeah, I think I think the the pilot. I think um, he's got a math guy. I think we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, all right. Uh, I I did hear that it broke records on Netflix uh, in terms of Indian cinema. It might be like number one ever on Netflix, okay. either total or Indian cinema specifically. Um, probably. I mean, with the amount of people that are in India, I mean, I'm sure. If Netflix counts those numbers, then they'd probably, um, I could see it being number one overall. But if it was just the United States, I can see it being the number one Indian film or foreign language film, even. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. I was even misreading the article. It's the 132.3 crores was opening day. 
And then it was followed with 341 more cars opening weekend. And I was trying to tra- uh, <laughs> exchange 130 just as opening day. Uh, I don't know. This is... Now it's showing me different takes from different parts of the world. All right, worldwide. Even this is confusing to me. Somebody just tweet me at Movies Are Dope if you know, because I'm a I'm a dumb dumb American. But <laughs> worldwide, it made one thousand one hundred eleven point one crores, which it and then in parentheses says five hundred forty eight point three crores share. Okay, all right, I figured something out. Above that, <laughs> it says million overseas. And then it shows how many crores are there. So I can do the math. So 27.35 million divided by 209. That's how many crores it says. And then worldwide, 1,111.1. I forgot to say times. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta start over. <laughs> Only because I forgot to add that. All right. Divided by 209 times 1111.1. What is that? Was that the box office or the um total box office? But I threw in the word dollars in the middle of the number. <laughs> Hundred and forty five million three hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and twenty eight dollars and twenty two cents. That's important. So that was the article, and that was from uh Pink Villa RRR Worldwide Closing Box Office Collections, third highest grossing film ever in India. So that's the numbers I went off of. If there were new numbers, blame Pink Villa. So yeah. $145 million <laughs> worldwide, which the U.S. would call their blockbusters a failure if it made that in its whole whole uh, in, uh, time at the box office. So, and that's not even an insult. That's just, I think it's really interesting how the numbers are seen differently based on which country is coming from. Yeah. But we also don't know how much it was made for because it could have been made for you know ten million US and it made one hundred twenty hundred and thirty six million, which but, you know, would be thirteen times its budget. I mean, just just ballparking, like I you could see it as a success that way. I mean, if I invested ten dollars and got one hundred and thirty back, I mean, I'd be stoked every time. Yeah. All right. So it's I think it's at least doubled its money in, in terms of box office because. Uh, Another article said that it was made for a budget of 500 plus crores, which would be half of this, which would be around 60 or $70 million. So. Yeah. I mean, still, if I doubled my money, I mean, I'd still be happy about it. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people would be mad about doubling. I mean, I I don't know what they spent on budgeting over there, but I'm sure movies like this budget themselves or um, um, uh, advertise themselves. Yeah, now, you know, I also don't know what the cut is between movie theaters and stuff. Like in the U.S., you'll need to 
4x your budget to make money back but maybe the splits aren't the same maybe the laws aren't the same like here uh, a movie studio is not allowed to own a movie theater because of conflict of interest uh, in terms of other studios so there could be bigger cuts also all the money make made from streaming um and all that so it seems like they doubled their money but yeah no no one seems to be complaining <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But ultimately, the uh, reaction links are down below. You can see the full length reaction on the Patreon. If you want to suggest future movies for us to review and for me to react to and put on the Patreon, then you can do that on the the Patreon, on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatever. And we'll get to it if you do suggest stuff, or you can do it on Anchor uh, if you're listening to the audio of this. But we'll put in a future marbles on stream, and we'll get to your movie eventually. <laughs> when it wins. <laughs> when yeah. your marble is the fastest. Yeah. Uh, but this movie might be a mushroom. Uh, or this movie may be a mushroom. But either way, <laughs> this movie is dope. Because, because movies... movies are dope and brad where can people find you on the intranets uh at brad f912 just about everywhere and then movies are dope for me pretty much everywhere bye